BlastCore from Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia, at en.wikipedia.org. BlastCore is an action game developed by Rare and published by Nintendo for the Nintendo 64. In the game, the player uses vehicles to destroy buildings in the path of a runaway nuclear missile carrier. In the game's 57 levels, the player solves puzzles by transferring between vehicles to move objects and bridge gaps. It was released in March 1997 in Japan and North America. A wider release followed at the end of that year. The game was Rare's first game for the Nintendo 64. Its development team ranged between four and seven members, many of whom were recent graduates. The team sought to find gameplay to fit Rare co-founder Chris Stamper's idea for a building destruction game. The puzzle game mechanics were inspired by those of Donkey Kong 1994. BlastCore was released to critical acclaim and received Metacritic's second-highest Nintendo 64 game ratings of 1997. The game sold one million copies, lower than the team's expectations, and received several Editor's Choice Awards. Reviewers praised its originality, variety, and graphics, but some critiqued its controls and repetition. Reviewers of Rare's 2015 Rare Replay Retrospective compilation noted BlastCore as a standout title. Section 1. Gameplay BlastCore is a single-player action video game. The player controls vehicles to destroy buildings, farms, and other structures in the path of a runaway nuclear missile carrier. The player fails if the carrier collides with an object. The eight demolition vehicles vary in the way they clear structures. The bulldozer rams, the dump truck drifts, the lightweight buggy crashes from higher ground, the tricycle shoots missiles, another truck presses outwards from its sides, and robot mechs tumble and stomp from the land and the air. The player must transfer between vehicles and other machinery to solve puzzles. Objectives include transporting timed explosive crates and bridging gaps. The game's puzzles increase in difficulty as the player progresses through its 57 levels. The world is portrayed from a three-quarters overhead view. The player can adjust the game's viewable perspective with zoom and horizontal panning functions. Pop-up hints will guide the player in the early stages of the game, and other characters audibly encourage the player as each level wears on. The cheery soundtrack increases in tempo as the level's timer runs low. After completing a level, the player can return to explore without a time limit. By finding secrets and activating lights throughout the level, the player raises their score and final medal ranking. There are also secret levels hidden throughout the game where the player completes objectives against the clock. The player can compete against a ghost copy of their previous path through a level. There are no settings to change the game's difficulty, and the game saves to both the game cartridge itself and external storage. Section 2. Development BlastCore was among Rare's first games for the Nintendo 64 and led a run of seven critically acclaimed Rare titles for the console. The game's production began in early 1996. The development team consisted of four recent graduates, though it expanded at times to seven concurrent staff. Martin Wakeley became the game's lead designer. He credited the team's small size for their easy progression from planning to market. Rare founder Chris Stamper was the impetus for the project. He had wanted to make a game about destroying buildings for years prior to BlastCore's development. The team worked to fit his idea to a gameplay concept and devised a constantly moving object conceit that would give the levels a time limit. 
This idea became the nuclear missile carrier. Retro Gamer credited Wakely for Blastcore's idiosyncratic ideas and humor in light of the game's serious premise. For instance, the Mario Kart 64 power slide drift mechanics inspired that of Blastcore's dump truck. Wakely championed the drift controls against the rest of the team, who found them aggravating. The game's lead artist, Ricky Berwick, had developed the vehicle concepts without consideration for their in-game function, and the vehicles were only later retrofitted to the gameplay. One of the robot vehicles was designed without an arm because the developers had run out of computer memory to store the data and liked the look anyway. Wakely determined the game's high-score gold medal objectives, in which players would attempt to better a set completion time on each level. Blastcore's Japanese and American quality assurance teams later completed to push the levels to their limits, which resulted in the game's platinum-level objectives. Wakely described these platinum challenges as just insane and said he could only finish four himself. Wakely saw Blastcore as a puzzle game at its core. He was influenced by the 1994 Donkey Kong, in which the player begins each level with all the tools they need to finish, but must learn how to use them. Wakely said this was Blastcore's core game mechanic. He was also inspired by the Super Mario 64 demo at Nintendo's annual trade show in 1995, which introduced him to the 3D analog stick and spurred him to achieve something similar. The team's technical accomplishments included character and environment models composed completely of polygons and the absence of distance fog to obscure the draw distance. Nintendo published BlastCore for their Nintendo 64. In its 1995 trade show preview, it was originally titled Blast Dozer, a name it retained for its Japanese release. The team had considered other titles, including Heavy Duty Heroes, Blast Radius, and Power Dozer. Blast Core was first released in Japan on March 21, 1997, and in North America three days later. Its European and Australian release followed on December 22. The game had been in production for just over a year. Section 3. Reception the game received universal acclaim, according to review aggregator Metacritic, and unanimous critical success, according to RetroGamer. Reviewers highly praised the novelty and variety of BlastCore's gameplay. Peter Schneider of IGN, in particular, lauded the game's originality in an industry hesitant to take risks. Trent Ward commented in GameSpot that the premise taps into childhood fantasies, while the unique relationship between the terrain and the vehicles you pilot ensures that BlastCore will exercise your mind as well as your reflexes. Reviewers struggled to master the game's controls. GamePro's Slow-Mo praised this aspect of the game, saying that even mastering the extreme precision of the steering is fun and rewards the player with both better gameplay technique and an appreciation for the strong distinction between the game's many vehicles. Schneider likewise overcame his initial concerns to appreciate the complexity of the controls and the differences between the vehicles. He considered the locked camera view restrictive when compared to the unrestricted 3D camera in the game's contemporaries. Schneider thought the game should have been longer, with fewer bonus levels and more main missions, though he did appreciate the pacing, design, and difficulty of the included levels. Slow-Mo instead asserted that over 60 levels and hidden areas within hidden areas give you your money's worth. A next-generation critic agreed, asserting that the vast size of the levels and numerous secrets and bonus areas make BlastCore one of the few Nintendo 64 games that justifies its exorbitant price tag. Sean Smith and Sushi X of Electronic Gaming Monthly, EGM, thought the game was repetitive, as did computer and video games. 
The latter, though, praised BlastCore's level design and difficulty progression. Ward had fewer reservations, writing that, basically what you have here is a game with great graphics, great sound, and a great premise. What's even more impressive is that the game doesn't really have any substantial flaws to speak of, unless you want to count the lack of a two-player mode, which really isn't fair. Crispin Boyer of EGM wrote that the game's best feature was its palpable sense of suspense as the carrier advanced on resistant buildings. Critics praised the game's graphics and sound. Schneider found the game unpretentious in comparison to video game trends of photorealistic rendering and cartoonish art. He likened the slick vehicle animations and metallic elements to micro-machines and Rare's RC Pro-Am. Schneider praised the game's texture maps, which made the night scenes and houses look realistic and the canyons breathtaking. He wrote that the game's 3D programming was errorless and was particularly pleased about the game's lack of fog, usually used to cover developer limitations. EGM echoed Schneider's praise of the deep landscapes, which Boyer called incredible. Scott McCall of Allgame praised the game's realistic polygonal models and technical prowess, and Steve Pollack of The Weekend Australian wrote that Blast Core showcased the console's graphics capabilities. Schneider described the soundtrack as between 70s pop, disaster movie score, and country bear jamboree. He praised the range of engine, tire screeching, and crashing sound effects. Reviewers disliked the country music tracks with jaw harp. IGN wrote that Blast Core exemplified qualities of enjoyable Nintendo Entertainment System and arcade games, while EGM considered the game unlike all others. RetroGamer wrote that the game's combination of puzzles and continuous destruction made the game so unique as to defy genre classification. The magazine described the gameplay concept of returning to explore without a time limit as a stroke of genius. RetroGamer thought of BlastCore as a 3D successor to nail-biting reaction games such as Locomotion. Computer and video games agreed with the reader that BlastCore was part of a destroy subgenre, including games like Desert Strike, Return Fire, and Body Harvest. And Matt Fox of the Video Games Guide put the game in a lineage with Highway Encounter and Lunar Jetman. Slowmo said it was like pilot wings with a kamikaze twist. It's a multifaceted game that melds a slick vehicle sim and a mind-thumping action strategy challenge with massive destructive force. Schneider said Blast Corps was on par with the quality of Shigeru Miyamoto games and an excellent display of Rare's potential. Next Generation described it as, effectively every Tonka fantasy brought vividly and explosively to life. EGM named it a runner-up for Most Original Game of the Year, behind Parappa the Rapper, at their 1997 Editor's Choice Awards. BlastCore sold close to a million copies. The game sold reasonably well in Japan. Metacritic ranked the title among the top 10 games released in 1997. It remained Metacritic's highest-ranked 1997 Nintendo 64 game after GoldenEye 007. BlastCore was selected as the Electronic Gaming Monthly's May 1997 Game of the Month and an IGN Editor's Choice. Later the same year, Electronic Gaming Monthly ranked it number 93 on their 100 best console video games of all time, remarking, Come on, not only are you driving all the vehicles you thought were mega cool as a kid, you're using them to plow through buildings. Four of six Nintendo Power reviewers recommended the game. Section 4. Legacy Wakely, the game's designer, considered making a sequel as an action combat game, but thought the concepts behind BlastCore had been fully exhausted. After praising the game in a 2010 rare retrospective feature, Retro Gamers writers craved a sequel. 
The magazine said the title was proof of the company's inventiveness. Steve Ellis, who was a programmer at Rare, thought BlastCore to be among the company's most underrated games, and though its physics were now dated, he continued to find the game fun enough to revisit regularly. BlastCore is included in Rare Replay, a compilation of 30 Rare titles released on the Xbox One on August 4, 2015. The release's bonus features included behind-the-scenes interviews with BlastCore's developers. BlastCore was a standout favorite among Rare Replay reviewers. Rare's BlastCore began a run of highly praised Nintendo 64 games, including GoldenEye 007, Banjo-Kazooie, Perfect Dark, and Jet Force Gemini. RetroGamer wrote that Rare had doubled the number of classic Nintendo 64 games and was an important alliance for Nintendo. Microsoft acquired Rare in 2002 for a record price of $377 million. After the industry had changed, BlastCore designer Martin Wakeley reflected a decade after the game's 1997 release. In 2009, Wakeley said a studio would rarely entrust the scope of a project like BlastCore to a team of four recent graduates. The staff of Nintendo Power, 1997, and IGN, 2014, both listed BlastCore in the bottom halves of their top 100 Nintendo games of all time. Official Nintendo Magazine ranked the game 84th on a list of the greatest Nintendo games. This sound file and all text in the article are licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 Unported License, available at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by hyphen S A slash 3.0.